Listen to Ruckus Avenue Radio on dashradio.com and download the app today. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Aesthetic Soundwaves. I am your host, Glass. Thank you for the tune-ins, everyone, everywhere. Much appreciated each time. So, today's episode is a very special jazz tribute to the one and only Chick Corea. And I have very limited talk time because I want to get into some Chick Corea material. So, let me get all this knocked out first, right? But shout-outs to the one and only Ruckus Avenue Radio and Dash Radio for the association and all the help you give. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. And, of course, the one and only Dilla's Delights for all the support for such a long time and sponsorship for a long time. Speaking of, folks, stay tuned to more Dilla's Delights info coming up, uh, things and whatnot, so uh, bear with us, even though I, you, I know you are, right? And also, speaking of Dilla, right, if you haven't already gotten your copy of Dilla Time by Dan Charnas, right? I would highly suggest you get it. Um, go to www.dillatimebook.com and order your copy there, folks. Uh, it's it's amazing. All the love and support it's been getting since it came out. And uh, I can say it's amazing. It, thank you, right? Um, from, man... Just craziness. Shout out to the whole Dilla's Delights crew, by the way. I almost forgot to say that. <laughs> so, country-wise uh, and United States-wise, shout-outs from around the world. Germany, Peru, Canada, Minnesota, California, Florida, Michigan, and, of course, the great city of Detroit for all the support I always get out this way. Um, enough can't be said. One love and just, man, bless up, right? Bless up. So... Let's get into this today, though. <clears throat> so, February 9th of 2021, Chick Corea passed away last year, right? I wanted to get to a tribute set, but I was more busy at that time with other episodes. As listeners of this program kind of know, I have a formatted element I'm doing, usually. And um, I just never got to it, because it's just a lot of things. And so, this year I needed to get to a, a decent tribute episode without forcing it so to speak so to eliminate time here's basically in short what i'm going to read uh just a little bit of short info for chick korea for those who don't know um who chick korea is right and let's just get to this so he was born armando anthony chick korea uh june 12 1941 and obviously passed away February 9th in 
2021. He was born in Chelsea, Massachusetts. Shout out to Massachusetts, by the way, right? All my Bostonians up there. His father was a trumpeter and also led a Dixieland band in Boston in the 1930s and 40s. Took up piano at the age of four. He was heavily influenced by Dizzy Gillespie, Charlie Parker, Bud Powell, Horace Silver, and Lester Young. I've said this before on another show that Lester Young is one of the most underrated jazz musicians in history. And a lot of people got influenced by him. That's for another show another time. Back to point. <clears throat> At eight, learned drums. He treated the piano as a percussion line because of... Sorry, let me say it again. I'm reading my notes. At eight years old, learned drums. He treated the piano as a percussion line because of this. And it makes sense when you hear his piano a lot, right? His piano playing. It's more of a lead. 1968 began recording with Miles Davis. 1970-ish left Miles Davis to form his own group. So that's very brief intro to Chick Corea. And... That being said, I just want to get straight into the music because light... I'm trying to think about the words around here. Many people like me who have been listening to jazz for so many years have been influenced and or have a special place in their heart for Chick Corea because he was very much all over the place. I'll get into this a little later, but... It's only right that I have to do this tribute episode, something I needed to do. So I apologize not doing it last year. I'm making up for this time around, I promise. And you guys will enjoy this set. Keep some of that tidbit of info. If you've never heard Chick Korea before, I read, because you're going to hear that, in some, especially in some of these next tracks I play. That being said, let's get into this set, first set right here, I should say. This is the cover of, of, of course, Thelonious Monk's tune, Round Midnight, right? But this is Chick Corea off the album Chick Corea Acoustic Band Alive. This was a live session, of course. And this is off GRP Records. Folks, I will be back with you in a second. Thank you. 
Beautiful, beautiful material there. So, let's backtrack a little here. After round midnight, right? That, uh, right there. That was my one and only love. Once again, Chick Korea off Chick Korea Acoustic Band. Actually, that was their self-entitled album. But that was also off GRP Records. And then off the same album, I decided to take one of his really popular songs called Spain. Same album, Chick Korea Acoustic Band, self-entitled GRP Records. So, oh yeah. Huh, where are my manners? Okay, on that album, Chick Corea uh, is on piano, John Petitucci is on bass, and Dave Weckl is on the drums. Okay, sorry folks, I'm getting a little clustered here today. So, um, Spain is a really interesting track because he wrote that because he... Okay, so this goes back to the mid-1960s, really, within his history. But in essence, he was very much influenced by sketches of Spain. In particularly, he was really fond of Gil Evans' um, composing and his writing style, right? So sketches of Spain really put something into him and changed a variety of ways how uh, Chick Corea looked at things and here I had been listed Spanish music, classical music, and other things beforehand, but it just completely changed his uh, his view a lot about how he looked at further compositions and um, rearrangements, so to speak. So um, it's interesting because that basically was a son in tribute of Miles Davis and Gill and the whole his whole time with Miles Davis obviously, right? And as most people probably know, he did a lot of what you would call, I guess I'm going to use this word, but ghostwriting music-wise for Miles Davis while his time was in the band and actually prior to, just did a lot of stuff. And not just Miles, but tons of people. Tons. It was He just went underneath the radar, didn't want all that fuss, right? So, now, that being said though, being that I kind of gave you that tidbit info of Spain, let's jump into some interesting years with with Miles, okay? <laughs> I, there's so many Chick Korea albums I could have played in Miles albums this, I played. That's why this took a while. I had to be very careful in what I chose. I have just went straight up to Bitches Brew, okay? So I... I'm going to be playing for you next. Miles runs the voodoo down. Okay. Everyone knows about Bitches Brew off Columbia Records. So I'm just going to read this. It's a big, big ensemble that was on this record. Um, Miles Davis trumpet, Wayne Shorter, soprano sax, Lenny White drun, drums, Benny Malpin, bass clarinet, Chick Corea, electric piano, right electric piano, I should say, Jim Riley, percussion, Harvey Brooks, Fender bass, Charles Alias, drums, Dave Holland, bass, John McLaughlin, electric guitar, Larry Young, left electric piano. So you're going to hear an involvement, or not even an involvement, but how versatile, in essence, that Chick Corea was from what you just heard on that last set, right? 
and now you're going to begin to definitely Miles uh, experimental material and this just shows and highlights just the it, it, what amazing a musician he was how he could go all over the place and keep his mind open to other ideas and formats so I'm just gonna straight up get into this right now and Miles runs the voodoo down I'll be I'll talk with you in a second
dig, dig, dig. Folks, amazing album, right? If that's your first time hearing that album, right, you know it what you know what it is now. Miles Davis, Bitches Brew. Um it's uh very much a jazz essential, especially in any Miles Davis collection. However, whatever format you can get, tons of performers on this album. Anyway, so I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah, it says brief talk, quick thoughts, right? Being that I can feel in the air my, my timer is starting to wind down in minutes and seconds here, I can only say that I am very grateful that I was able to see Chick Corea live at um, the Detroit Jazz Festival. It was very much an experience on its own rights. The The man definitely was a, uh, a talent to be heard. And I don't know what more I can say. I could just keep babbling on, but that's, that just defeats the purpose, right? Um, it was just amazing. It was really, really was... Uh, had a sense of humor, too, while he was playing. Didn't take himself too seriously. That was kind of the nice part. It would fool around... Yeah, so forth, so on. So anyway, rest in peace, Chick Korea, man. But, as we all know, spirits don't die, they live on. So, that being said, it's... I, I hope I enlightened you guys today. I really hope I did. So, let's get into this outro song, though. Actually, eh, eh, <laughs> rewind, let's go back. General info-wise, really quick, if you want to... Uh, get in contact with me. You can email me at my email. It's defjuke at yahoo.com. That's one lowercase word. That's D-E-F-J-U-K at yahoo.com. Uh, title email, put aesthetic sound waves or AS and from goes from there so I know not to delete it. And that's about that for right now. When I have more time, I'll give some more info. But let's just get into this outro song. Speaking of Chick Korea, right? Still going on that theme. Why not, right? But what we're going to move to next, and the title of this next track is The Romantic Warrior, off the Return Forever series, or I should say groups, series groups, We could, I guess we could call it, um, and the Rom Romantic Warrior soundtrack. Or soundtrack, sure, why not? But album. Uh, it's um, Return Forever was another group he had formed, which basically brought out many other musicians of future generations, right? Um, that played with him or underneath him, so forth and so on. Stanley Clark's one of those. In fact, Stanley Clark is on this whole album. And you're going to hear him definitely for sure on this. And another essential album in any jazz collector's uh, stack of records, CDs, tapes, whatever you have, this is an essential album, an essential must-have. I'm going to stop talking so we can get into this. And folks, thank you. Um, you know, keep your heads up. There's a lot going on right now in this world. And to cleanse the madness... We need to cleanse our minds and keep them clear and just be good to our brothers and sisters, okay? Um, I could divulge, but I'm not. Screw it. You know what? Let the music speak for itself because this is peace right here, right? That being said, ladies and gentlemen, 
until next time, this is your your man class signing out. And uh, one love, bless up, next wave, out.
Gimme. I just picked up another signal. Oh, Doctor, let's get to the monastery. You said you'd do all your tracking from there. Jamie, you don't seem to understand. Oh, don't I, though? While you're fiddling with that thing, this sphere is calling up all the Yeti in creation. What a perfect opportunity to trace the main transmitter. Oh, no, perfect opportunity to get ourselves killed. You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio. Available now on Dash Radio.